Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of the Soul Purpose Podcast. Before we get into today's episode, please take a moment to leave a five-star review if you haven't already. If you love the content, taking the time to leave a review helps to boost this podcast in the ratings and gets it into the ears of more wonderful people. Also take the time to share it with a friend. If you listen to it and there's something that really resonates with you and you want to pass it along, I'd appreciate that too. So today's episode is really about spiritual awakenings. I think it's important for us to talk about spiritual awakenings as entrepreneurs because if you are a spiritual entrepreneur and you're a person who is seeking growth and seeking truth and seeking answers, you're going to have this spiritual awakening process happen to you again and again and again. So I figured it would be a really good idea to just talk about what my personal experience has been as of late with my most recent spiritual awakening, how that's Im- been impacting and influencing the way that I show up in business, um, how it's going to continue to inform my business moving forward. And if you have been through something like this and you've kind of struggled with how to navigate your spiritual awakening as an entrepreneur and how to continue to show up for yourself, for your business and for your clients, um, this is the episode for you. So a couple of weeks ago, I went through what I would consider a massive spiritual awakening. And what triggered this awakening for me, and I think it's what triggers spiritual awakenings for all of us, is that I had a massive ego death. And this ego death really came about because I was having a conversation with my mentor and coach around uh, a pattern that I have had in business where I kept feeling like I didn't have the thing, the bullseye, the target, my um, passionate purpose in business. I didn't feel like I had connected to it yet. I felt like I had gotten close. I'd kind of danced around it. I've, I've pivoted several times. I've tried different things. And I noticed that I was repeating this pattern where I would feel like I had the thing that was really going to be my thing and I'd be really excited about it and then it just wouldn't feel right anymore. And then I'd go through a period of feeling confused, lost, wondering what's next and then I'd land on the next idea and the next thing, right? Now, to some extent, that's perfectly natural as women and as entrepreneurs, we're going to go through cycles. We're going to have periods where we're feeling super creative, super aligned, really in tune. When the vision is crystal clear, we know what we're doing. We know where we're going. We're lit the fuck up about our our purpose and our passion, right? And then there's going to be a natural, I guess, death of whatever that thing has been right it'll have its moment it, it will have its time we're we're expressing it through ourselves out into the world and then it's complete and it's time to move on to the next thing but that wasn't what was happening with me in my case it was really just just holding on to this idea of confusion around my ultimate purpose in business And so my mentor called me out on a call that I was on with her and 
She asked me in particular, what are you getting out of being confused, right? Because it wasn't the first time I had asked. It wasn't the second time I had asked. And so she asked me, what am I getting out of being confused? What am I getting out of um, this story that I had of, well, I don't know who I ultimately serve and I don't know what my ultimate purpose in this business is. And, you know, whenever your mentor calls you out, <laughs> whenever you get triggered by something your mentor says, it's, it's really an amazing opportunity for deeper searching, but it's also painful, right? I mean, triggers in and of themselves are painful things. And, you know, one of the beautiful things about working with a mentor or a coach is that they really can call you out on things that maybe you've been in denial about, things that you've been blind to, things that you haven't been willing to admit. And we really need those moments in order to help us kind of like get out of our own way, like drop the bullshit and really start to be more intentional about what we're doing in the world. So my mentor called me out and, um, you know, that night, which was the night of our last super pink moon, which was a couple weeks ago, that night I, I cried a lot of tears. I tossed and turned. I couldn't sleep because I was really thinking about this question. And it, it is true. Anytime we're holding on to something, right? If we're at a current level in our lives and in our business, we're at that level because something about that level is benefiting us in some way. Even if on the surface, it seems like something we're tired of, we're sick of, and we're ready to move on consciously, the fact that we're still at that level, doing the same things, repeating the same thoughts, creating the same patterns, it means that we're benefiting from being at that level in some way. And if you've ever kind of um, struggled with feeling like you lack clarity, or you'll feel super clear one moment, and then a couple days, couple weeks, couple months later, you're back to the same old story of, I don't know, right? Really consider how you continue to benefit by telling yourself you don't know, by telling yourself you're confused, by telling yourself that you're stuck. Um, and your reasoning may be different from my reasoning, but I know for me, continuing with this pattern in this story of I'm confused, I'm stuck, I don't know, that really allowed me to continue to play small. And it also allowed me to continue to stay hidden and stay safe with certain things. Um, because if you don't know, right, then you're kind of justified in not taking certain actions or not doing certain things. So let me talk a little bit more about what the spiritual awakening process was like for me. So that night, um, I really started questioning, what am I getting out of not knowing? How am I benefiting from feeling like I'm disconnected from my purpose in my business? And the answers started pouring in. It's it's so true. You hear the saying, you know, if you want better answers, you got to start asking better questions, right? And it took my mentor asking me a question that I had not thought to ask myself for me to really start getting more clear answers. And I was hiding. I was playing small, right? And even someone like me, like I really do pride myself on the way that I show up in my level of consistency, right? 
And even then, even in, if you're in a space where you are doing relatively well and you are generating income in your business, we can still slip back into a state of complacency. And because our ego doesn't want to admit all of the ways that we are actually contributing to our own smallness or all of the ways we might be contributing to our own suffering, our ego will blind us to certain things that are actually quite obvious to other people. So if you're someone who has not yet worked with the coach or if it's something that you've considered, I would highly encourage you to really consider hiring a coach. And if I'm the coach for you, then please send me um, a message on social media and let's talk about it because I can tell you just from that one question my mentor asked me, I had so many breakthroughs and quantum leaps and things started unfolding for me really, really quickly. So as I experienced this ego death, which was really painful, <laughs> like if you've ever had a really big ego death where your sense of identity, your sense of self, your entire belief system just gets rocked, you know how painful that can be. But what follows that is really a sense of clarity, right? A higher level of awareness, a higher level of consciousness. And for me, this veil that I had was lifted from my eyes. And I just started knowing certain things about myself in a way that you would really only understand it if you've been through it yourself. It's just this deep level of inner knowing where you just know something to be true about yourself. So all of the things, all of the abilities that I've had my entire life that I've kind of just, I mean, I don't, I don't really know how to describe it. I think it was just that, me just being blind to my own power. All of my abilities, uh, my spiritual gifts, my psychic abilities that I had kind of minimized and put on the back burner really started coming to the forefront of my identity for me. So I've always had the ability to be deeply intuitive about certain things. I've always just kind of known things without knowing how I know them. And if you're someone who listens to this podcast, I'm sure that you can resonate where you're just highly intuitive. You just know things about people without knowing how you know them. I've always been able to do that. I've always sensed people's energies in a very deep way. But now it's even more heightened. It's even more magnified. And certain ways that I have of kind of reading people's energies and kind of sensing what's going on with them are on another level now. So I'm also able to see people's auras, right? I've always been able to feel them. Now I'm seeing them. Now I'm knowing more about people without having to have certain conversations with them. So the level of clarity is like on another level. I'm also communicating with spirit guides now. You know, when I was younger, I had this vivid memory of being visited by an angel. And I was young, I was small, and I kind of just chalked it up to maybe having had a dream or something like that. And now looking back on it, I'm realizing like certain experiences like that that I had that I minimized and just thought it was a dream or, oh, no, that's not true. I'm realizing that those things really did happen and they really are true. And I have had um, contact communication with spiritual beings. And, you know, as all of this is kind of unfolding and I'm, I'm starting to 
tell myself the truth and realize the truth, I'm also starting to have other people come into my world. And that's another thing that tends to happen with a spiritual awakening, right? A portal kind of gets opened, the veil is lifted from your eyes, your third eye, and then things start coming into your reality now because your your consciousness is different, right? So it makes sense that your reality is going to reflect this new level of consciousness that you have. So people started coming into my awareness, new spiritual leaders, really powerful women. Um, and I started resonating with a lot of the things that they were saying. And I started having certain conversations with some of these women and they were confirming things to me about myself right? Things that they wouldn't necessarily have known, but because they have their own level of consciousness, they were able to communicate certain things to me about me. So just to share a little bit about, you know, what this all means for me. Essentially, I'm here as a very old soul. So I've learned through my own numerology and life path numbers and all kinds of charts and things that I've been studying about myself. I mean, I've studied like, I'm talking astrological charts, I'm talking my human design, my gene keys, like everything. I'm, I'm, I'm such a nerd when it comes to learning information that can really help to move people forward. That's one of my gifts. I can start studying something and within a few days or a few weeks, I, I will achieve a certain level of mastery within that thing because of how much I study it and because of the way that I start to apply what I'm learning and the way that I start to embody it. That's also a really like super gift that I've had my whole life and I've always minimized it. But anywho, so things that I know about myself to be true. I'm a master number in numerology, which essentially means that I am here to be a... A spiritual guide. I have a very old soul. And as an old soul, you know, it's not just the thing that we hear people say casually, like, oh, I'm an old soul. I really am an old soul. Um, my soul is has been to this human plane or this human reality over a thousand times. So I've had over a thousand lives. Um, I've experienced certain cultures and certain events. Um, because of that and it's really always been the reason why I've always felt really grounded in myself and in my reality like I've always had a strong sense of identity I'm the type of person where I know who I am right I know where I'm going I may not always have the clear outline but I have this deep sense of self. And now I'm realizing that that comes from the fact that I am a really old soul and it's not my first rodeo. I've been here so many times that I just have this level of ease with life. And I think that's all also why I'm more open to taking certain risks, right? So I'm, I'm a risk taker. If I get a gut instinct about something, I'm the type to just jump into it even if I don't have all of the details even if there might be like some fear around how is this going to work out I trust myself I trust my gut and I, I have this internal knowing of when something is right for me and that's all tied to being an old soul too um but as an old soul I really am also here to be a spiritual guide my soul chose to come here to earth to this human reality in service to humanity. So I really have a big mission to move humanity forward. If I study my gene keys, 
I can see that my highest life purpose is veneration. In looking that word up, you'll see that the word veneration literally means um, saintliness, holiness, sanctity, right? So I'm really here to be a highly spiritual being. I'm here to create wealth through empathy. Now, that's something that was very interesting to me when I studied my gene keys, because you wouldn't think that (laughs) empathy would be the direct way that a person creates wealth. But it makes complete sense that as a spiritual being, the way that I am going to create wealth is through my empathy. I also have a mission to accumulate wealth so that I can redistribute resources for the good of humanity. Something that's also very apparent in my gene keys and in all of my charts is that I'm really good at identifying what resources need to be preserved, what resources need to be let go, and what resources need to go where. So that's really, that was really exciting to me. Um, And, you know, if you're someone who enjoys studying these things about yourself, your numerology, your life path, your human design, your astrological charts, your gene keys, whatever it is, if you're someone who really enjoys studying these things, I would say really allow these things to expand you and to confirm what you already know, but they're really not here to restrict you in any way if I happen to study something about a chart and I read it and something about like something the interpretation that I get or whatever doesn't feel right to me I give myself permission to leave it right I I give myself permission to take on the things that really resonate with my soul as truth and then anything else if it doesn't feel aligned with me I don't take it on I drop it Um, But in studying all of my charts, it really just gave me an overwhelming sense of confirmation and relief that a lot of the things that I have felt about myself and thought to be true about myself really are true. Um, I'm also here as an energy surgeon and healer. An energy surgeon, that term is something that I saw it and I resonated with it and knew that that is what I am. So basically, I have the ability to see energetic wounds in people and I get them as like um, visions or flashes of images where I can see the rupture. Um, I can see where it is in the person's energetic field uh, and I can repair that. So because of my natural spiritual gifts and psychic abilities, I was drawn to becoming a mental health therapist earlier in my career. And it would make sense, right? Naturally intuitive, highly empathic. I have an aura that people are just naturally drawn to. I have a way of kind of lifting people's spirits and um, healing energy just from my presence. And so I, I kind of found myself going into the field of mental health therapy. And it makes so much sense because my gifts really did allow me to serve others in amazing ways. But mental health therapy wasn't really my ultimate purpose, right? It was really more of like a stepping stone into my highest purpose, which at this time, my highest purpose is to be a holy being. But not only to be a holy being and a guide and an awakener of truth for other people, but it's also to merge a sense of holiness and spirituality with a sense of wildness and humanness 
And that's another thing that I am navigating myself. And I'm really also here to teach other people. It's like, how do you live this life as a highly spiritual being who is doing all of these amazing things spiritually, energetically, but then also stay grounded and be in tune with with what's happening in this 3D reality that we're all in, right? So that's something else I'm here to get really wise about and teach other women, other spiritual entrepreneurs how to do the same. Because I have found something that really frustrated me is that it's usually one or the other. If I have like if there's someone that I've noticed or that I'm attracted to, I'll love them for how spiritual they are or how otherworldly they seem. But then I'll feel like it's not really grounded in reality or in practical things. Or I'll see someone who's superhuman and I love how free and connected they are, but it seems like they're missing that higher level of spirituality, right? Um, so I'm really here to continue to be the bridge between those two worlds. Something that's been really amazing for me in this spiritual awakening, it's like I'm seeing myself with new eyes. I'm seeing the human version of myself, this body, this vessel that my soul is inhabiting with new eyes. And I think spiritual awakenings help us to see the world with new eyes right and I have so much more appreciation for this human companion this body that is Keisha that is on this journey with me and I can see how beautiful she is and I can see how powerful she is and like I'm able to just really love myself even more and that's been really exciting because when we really love ourselves and we really are looking at ourselves through these through this spiritual lens it really heightens our confidence. It heightens our radiance, our level of joy. The way that we show up in the world is completely different. So this spiritual awakening has helped me to gain clarity on my purpose in a whole new way. It's connected me with my spiritual gifts on an entirely different level. Um, my vibration has changed. The energy that I am embodying is different. The way that I want to show up as a leader for my community and for my clients has changed. So all of this has changed in just a few short weeks. And, you know, I went back and forth with this podcast episode of how much I want to share about who I am and, and what I'm able of capable of doing. And I'm still kind of navigating that, right? But for now, I just do want to share that the focus of my business is going to be shifting. So I'm really here to serve women who identify as spiritual entrepreneurs, who identify as light workers, visionaries, and mystics, who are really here to usher in a new version of reality, who are really here to bring more light into the world, who are really here to intentionally create the, the world that we want to live in. Instead of the world that I think a lot of us have been settle, settling for and tolerating, right? And in order for me to lead women like this, women who are super spiritual and super powerful, that means that I have to step my game up and I have to be so much more truthful and transparent about who I am and what I'm capable of. And I also have to be willing to stand in my power even more, right? We as women, we're really being called during this time to rise up, to claim 
the life that we desire for ourselves, to stand grounded and rooted in our power, to own our gifts, to be willing to be visible and to be willing to share our medicine with the world and be so fucking unapologetic about all of it, as well as being unapologetic about creating wealth. Because really, it's going to take a whole lot of money in the hands of powerful and good women to start making massive changes. And it's already happening. And I'm here to be a part of it. I'm here to guide others who are on a journey of owning their spiritual gifts and learning how to create abundance and wealth from those gifts, right? In this era, we're really all about getting paid for who we are and getting paid for the healing work that we are putting out into the world. That is what this is. And the more that we own that about ourselves, the more that we are transparent about the gifts that we have, the quicker these things will start to unfold and the quicker this will become our new reality. You know, as spiritual as we are, we still live in a very human world. And a lot of the things that we have been blessed with and gifted with, the majority of the world would still identify and classify as weird. And I think part of why I was hiding behind this veil of confusion was because on some level, I know that the more that you come out of the spiritual closet, and you may not even know you're in a spiritual closet. I didn't even know I was in a spiritual closet, right? But the more that you come out of this closet, the more you're going to be faced with polarity from people who don't get it, from people who think you're weird, from people who think that you shouldn't be charging money as a healer and as a light worker because you should just be doing it for the love of people and all that bullshit, right? There's always going to be that resistance. And the more that I'm awakening to who I am, the more I'm going to be sharing about this because I really want to create a community of women who are like me, right? Who have all of these gifts and who also want to be who want to be highly spiritual and also want to be wealthy. Who want to be highly spiritual and also want to be highly sensual. Who understand the importance of connecting with our humanness, that wildness, that lushness, that the fact that we get to be in this human body is amazing. And I think that we as women are embracing our sexuality more. We're embracing our sensuality more. We're not seeing it as something to be ashamed of or something to repress, but we're also seeing how being in our pleasure is extremely important to being in our power. You have to have a sense of pleasure in order to feel the most connected to your power. And that's something I'm excited to share about as well. Just things like the way that I communicate, the content that I create, I really want to speak to the hearts of wild women who are here to do great things in the world. And so the focus of my business is going to be narrowing to this population. I think I had been dancing around for quite a while of trying to talk to way too many people, right? Because, you know, I don't want anybody to feel left out. That's something that we as entrepreneurs can struggle with. But the truth is, if you're trying to help everyone, you're really helping no one. So, it's okay to narrow things down to the people that you actually want to serve and the people that you're actually called to speak to. And it's very subtle. Like with me, I notice just certain certain shifts that I make in the terminology that I use. For me, I'm giving myself full permission to speak from a spiritual level. 
And I know sometimes people don't want to use certain words or use certain terms because they don't want anyone to feel excluded or left out. But the truth is, yes, there is something to be said for accessibility. There is something to be said for creating content that can speak to many people and can help many people. But there's also something to be said for being so intentional and so purposeful about what you're creating and knowing that you're creating something with a certain group of people in mind will create such a more powerful and potent reaction than creating something that's more watered down more filtered and is really aimed at the masses so this is some a a shift that I'm making in business where I'm going to start speaking to the women I actually want to call in as clients and who actually are members of my soulmate family. Now let's get into talking about how we navigate showing up in business as you're going through a spiritual awakening. If you've been through a spiritual awakening, you know how discombobulated things can feel sometimes. You're like, who am I? Where am I? What's going on? What's real? What's not real? What are my beliefs? So there's a lot happening throughout this process, but you still have a business to show up for. You still have clients to serve. You don't get to just like check out and completely disappear because of what you're going through on a personal level. So something that I choose to do, right? And you can see what resonates for you is like, I... I, my business is a separate entity from me. At the same time, my business is an extension of me and it's a reflection of me. So for me, I like communicating to my audience what I'm going through. And and in fact, I think it's really important, especially as, you know, we're, we're rising into a higher level of consciousness as a collective on a global level. I think we're going to see more and more the importance of being transparent with our communities and being transparent about our own process from an empowered place, right? We're not going to, we don't want to show up as leaders who are in victimhood. We don't want to show up as leaders who are in our triggers. We really want to show up as leaders who have um, a certain level of authenticity about us and part of being authentic means that we're expressing what's going on with us in real time to our communities in a way that's really going to uplift uplift them benefit them help them to feel less alone and really help them to learn how if they're ever in that same position in the future which they likely will be right how to navigate that in a healthy way in a productive way So as I was going through this spiritual awakening, like ego's dying, I'm in tears, I don't know what's going on, I don't know who all these people coming into my reality are, something that's really helped me to stay grounded is being so committed to my morning routine, okay? Now, my morning routine is something that I'm really good at anyway, but of course, we're all human. We might have our days where we we don't get to it, we miss a part of it, but I was so devoted to my morning routine during this time because it really was the thing that helped me to get centered at the start of every day. It really helped me to get back into alignment with what my ultimate goal, my ultimate vision is. It really is the thing that helped me to feel connected to spirit, to God, which is so important because anytime we're anytime we are moving forward in our business as spiritual entrepreneurs, uh being spiritual means that you are including and inviting and accepting God into your process, right? So if we're not doing that, 
if we're not doing that regularly and consistently, then we're, of course we're going to feel more scattered. Of course, we're not going to be clear about what we're wanting to create and share with the world. So committing even more to my morning routine was super important. Also, getting in community with other, other entrepreneurs, other spiritual entrepreneurs who get it. There is nothing that's going to make you feel more solid and more supported than being around other women who have gone through the same thing, who are going through the same thing, and who can really help to affirm to you that you're doing all the right things and that you are on the right track and that you're not losing your mind, right? Because spiritual awakenings can ultimately feel like you're losing your mind because in many ways, you are losing your mind. You are becoming a new person. The cells in your body are reprogramming itself. The DNA in your body is rewiring itself. As you are allowing this previous version of your ego to die, a new version of you is emerging from the cellular level all the way up. So honoring that, giving yourself space for rest, taking really good care of yourself. Um, and, And for me, I didn't put pressure on myself to show up in the same way that I would have shown up had I not been going through that. And I think that we need to just get really realistic about things in some ways. Like I still show up and I still am there and present, but it's not going to be with the same um, in the same way that I would have previously. So I gave myself more grace. I gave myself more patience. If I didn't do every single thing that I set out to do in a particular day, that's okay. I'll do it tomorrow. It's really just about honoring this harmony that exists between like the hustle and the flow right? There are going to be seasons where we're so fired up and so like out there and so called to show up. And there are going to be seasons where we're still showing up, but maybe we're a little bit more chill about it than we were in a different season, right? We're a little bit more flexible. We're a little more adaptable. We're a little bit more in tune with our emotions and in, and we're more in tune with fulfilling our needs on an emotional and spiritual level. And, it, and there's no way that you can do all of these things consistently and not show up right? I think anytime we're struggling with, well, how do I show up? And how do I navigate the, the all of this other stuff that's going on in my personal life? And it doesn't have to be a spiritual awakening. It can be anything. It can be um, a breakup. It can be um, the loss of income. It can be a death that we're grieving, whatever it is. 10 out of 10, we're always going to be able to continue to show up for our business when we're giving ourselves that grace, So if you're struggling with consistency in your business, where are you lacking grace? Where are you lacking support, right? From a like-minded community, maybe perhaps you, you need to hire a coach or engage with a coach or something. But either way, the, the fact is the resources and the tools and the support that are needed in order to help you move forward are available to you. It's just a matter of, or not of whether you are willing to allow yourself to receive the support that you need in order to keep showing up as your best self in your business. That's what it always boils down to. And anytime we're trying to do it alone or anytime we're met with a lot of resistance, it's because we're not allowing ourselves the ability to do that, to have the things that we need. Progress over perfection. No one is expecting you to be perfect, but what people do need from you is to be able to rely on you, 
to know that you are going to still show up even if you're going through a challenging time and to also know that you're letting people into the process. Nobody wants to see the, the shiny finished product and the picture perfect entrepreneur like those days are over. Like people are really drawn to leaders who are transparent, who are authentic, who are sharing the lows as well as the highs, again, from an empowered place, again, from a place of this is what I've personally navigated. Now, let me share it with you so that maybe it helps you along on your own journey. This is the era that we're living in. So I think that's going to be all for now, my friends. I really just wanted to hop on and just share what's been going on with me and share some of the changes that are going to be taking place in my business and also to invite you If you are a woman who identifies as a spiritual entrepreneur, regardless of whatever label or title you may identify with, whether you're a priestess, a starseed, a mystic, right, whatever it is, I really invite you to reach out to me and let me know what have some of your experiences been with navigating your spirituality and your spiritual awakenings as an entrepreneur? How has that impacted the way that you've shown up? Maybe what questions do you have around that? Maybe I can answer some questions for you about how to continue to be productive in business while still navigating your own personal life. Send me an email or reach out to me on social media and let's chat about it, my loves, until next time. But first I want to say, before I end, first I want to say this is the time to really be proud of who you are. If there's a part of you that you've been repressing, holding back, kind of dimming your light on because you have all of these amazing spiritual gifts and you're worried that people are going to think you're a weirdo or they're going to think you're crazy and all of these things, this is really the time to ask yourself, how long are you going to allow what other people think to hold you back? Because you've been blessed with some amazing gifts, right? And whether or not everyone on the planet can see it for what it is, it doesn't matter. What matters is that you have a special group of people, your soul family, your soulmate clients, your, your, the people that you're really meant to connect with in this life in one way or another. They're only going to be able to connect with you if you're willing to be your full self. And the more we're willing to be our full selves, the more all of the things that we want are going to be able to come into our lives. So that's something I want to make really clear. How can you turn your light up? How can you let the, the things that make you so special and so different from everyone else be even more amplified and even more transparent? How can you really start to speak to the hearts of your soulmate clients, right? Focusing less on being um, available and accessible to everyone, but being so rich and so full and overflowing with yourself that you're really able to serve and connect with the people you're meant to. How can you allow yourself to do that more today? I'm going to allow myself to do that times 10 in my own business um, because it's super important and we're here to create a business and a life that really feels like freedom and you do that by being your fullest self your truest self your most juicy authentic expression of your soul that is how you do it so let's do it together As a result of me stepping into and owning my gifts even more, I have two brand new offers available to you. For a limited time, I'm offering one-on-one individual sessions. I very rarely offer single sessions, so this may be a great opportunity for you to connect with me. But these sessions are intuitive readings, energy activations, card readings, 
for one area of focus that you would really like to gain clarity around. So whether that's from a business perspective or something more personal, this one-on-one session is really going to help you get clear and really help you to feel empowered to start taking inspired action towards your goals and your dreams. I'm also going to be channeling any messages that come through from your spirit guides for you. So it's a really special session and that's available for a limited time at an amazing price. Next, if you're a spiritual entrepreneur who really desires to learn how to express yourself more authentically and more soulfully in your business so that you are speaking to the hearts of your soulmate clients and getting paid for the content you're creating, my new 30-day one-on-one program called Soul Flow is perfect for you. This is helping you to get crystal clear about your authentic brand voice and message and really learning how to speak to the hearts of your ideal soulmate clients so that they're excited to work with you and they're excited to pay you for the amazing medicine that you're sharing with the world. So if either of these offers is resonating, be sure to reach out to me and let's get started. Until next time, my beautiful people, take care and remember who the fuck you are.